Okay class, now let's have a quick jump into the short story, the very interesting story written by our Dalit writer C. Ayapan. So the title of the story is Spectral Speech. From the title itself, you uh, may decipher that this story might be, uh, not might be, this story is a speech made by or a conversation made by a lost soul, a died person or a spirit or a ghost. Okay, so I would like to read the first paragraph of the story. Okay, here I read, give ear to my words. I'm going to speak to you and sift the grain from the shaft in your mind. You lie chained here and I'm the only one left to speak to you and I shall speak nothing but the truth. I'm not interested in the trivial pleasures of telling lies. You know why? Today I'm just a ghost, a lost soul. What makes me speak is a sense of discontent and a little bit of selfishness. You possess the lamp of consciousness now. The sun's childhood is the adolescence of your senses. And it's when the sun explodes and melts away in the dark that madness seeps into your like moonlight. So this is the first paragraph of the short story so from this uh, you all might have understood that this is a speech made by or a conversation made by a ghost and uh, so it's a she ghost here okay and she is asking to someone to lend uh, ears to whatever she is going to reveal and she says that she is going to reveal a truth she is going to uncover a mystery she is going to remove the uh, shadow or the darkness of light from a person's life so let's check out what is the she ghost trying to reveal and here she also makes a sarcasm that she only wishes to reveal the truth because she is a dead person and as a living being, as a hu living human being, she would probably not dare to reveal the truth. Why? We'll check out in the later sessions of the story. And she also says that she is not interested in the trivial pleasures of telling lies. And why she is uh, asking a person to lend ears to, uh, asking that particular person to lend ears to what she is going to say. So this is because she knew that the hearer or the listener on the other side uh, is now in a conscious mood. Is now in a conscious mood. And whatever she reveals will directly be uh, assimilated, absorbed and deciphered by the hearer or the listener. So who could be the hearer? Here, uh, the ghost is trying to reveal the truth to Rosie Kutti, 
who is the sister of the male lead character kunjaku okay so yeah let's continue with the story so now now we'll get to know about what she is trying to talk about what about what the ghost is trying to talk about so yeah the ghost is trying to reveal the truth behind her suicide so yeah now this person has not died a natural death she has taken her life and that to why why she should commit suicide okay let's check out now she is asking the listener rosikutti to remain calm and to listen carefully as she is going to draw her eye line with the nakedness of truth how beautiful right she is asking to do do not bat her eyelids or turn her head so which means that she is uh, seeking complete attention of the listener okay now the truth behind her suicide let's check so the ghost is um, the daughter of the servant who worked in the household of rosikutti and kunjaku okay and um they belong to the untouchable dalit community and you could imagine what all suppressions oppressions humiliations and atrocities this community people uh, might have been undergoing throughout ages right and that too she is a woman and a female in dalit community as i have already said goes through triple uh kind of marginalization or atrocities and that is of caste class and gender okay so here the ghost was being objectified used as an object by the male lead kunjaku to gratify his sexual needs just imagine it was just 15 when her nakedness was unveiled by kunjaku and here uh, she is uh, revealing how they met and how she she was actually she herself admits that she was dumb she was mad she was a fool to get into the like what to say to get into the trap of kunjaku the trap of love of kunjaku she was she was actually in love with kunjaku but kunjaku on the other hand was just using her to gratify his sexual needs that's it he could not even imagine of having a dalit woman an untouchable woman as his wife and uh, at one point of time he had actually um said this 
directly on her face that I can de- I cannot even imagine you as my wife. So imagine how terrible she would have felt and that might be the cause for her committing suicide. Might be, okay? Now let's read the rest of the story and find it out what was the real reason. So as I have already said, it was during her 15th year that she met and fell in love with Kunjako. Now I would like to read from the text about the incident that happened during their first meeting. One day during the monsoon I came to your house to work on the paddy that was spread out on the attic to be dried. Sifting the paddy I stepped back and was trapped in your brother's arms. I was dazed. I turned and squiggled as I realized the intent of Kunjako's hand and then I blushed and turned red under his lips. Climbing down the ladder, Kunyu said, By the way, don't tell anyone about this. It was then that I was frightened a bit. I was a dumb, silly girl at that time and it was that dumbness that made me ask Kunjako some six or seven years later, will you marry me? His reply was a very honest counter question. How can I ever marry you? The sense of helplessness in that question painted me. Though I was a primary school teacher by then, no Christian could even imagine marrying the daughter of an untouchable woman who had been a servant in his household. See, she was actually in love with this guy, this man named Kunjako, who was a Christian and she was an untouchable. But although she was a Dalit, she was untouchable, she was well educated and when she asked out to marry her, at that point of time, she was actually settled. She was a school teacher by then and at least th- that status could have turned Kunjako in replying, in giving reply to her as yes, I will marry you. But no, nothing happened like that because everyone during that time was blindfolded and they were blind enough to believe in the caste class discriminations, caste class divisions and all. So he replied to her with a counter question that how could I ever marry you? You means an untouchable woman. This really broke her heart. And but then also this girl who had admitted herself to be a dumb silly girl was maintaining relationship with this man Kunjako even though when she realized that she will not get the status of his wife she continued to be an object sexual object and this is the point where I felt really bad not bad I felt really angry at this girl like how could she become an object a sexual object to gratify a man's sexual needs who who not even have the courage to 
admit that yes i am using you only to gratify my sexual needs it's very pathetic right so okay so their relationship continued and one day she dreamt of uh, bearing his child that is kunjako's child and she was literally very happy at that dream and she suddenly went to him and asked him about this can i bear and rear your child and the reply to that was again a counter question uh uh physical abuse and everything happened like um again she uh, again kunjako asked how could you even dream of that like how can i a uh, well settled a rich christian guy marry an untouchable woman and how can you even imagine of bearing and rearing my child and he gave a nice on her face at that point uh, she realized that he never ever loved her see only at that point this girl is realizing the truth and in between um, she gets to know from her parents that uh, one of her rel- relatives daughter has gone astray so she was really very afraid whether she would also go astray like that girl and maybe that's why she directly went to kunjako and asked whether you will marry me or not and the reply that she got was as i earlier mentioned a big no and this was the reason behind her suicide like the thought of that suicide came to her mind when kunjako gave in reply like he said that he will suicide if anything happened like that if he had to marry a dalit or an untouchable woman he would literally commit suicide and it was at that point this suicide thing came to her mind and she committed suicide so she uh, unveiled a truth to rosi kutti kunjakos um sister so now what is the next thing she is going to say so actually this kunjako is no more and he was killed by his own father why why did kunjako's father murdered his son was another question for which the ghost was ready to give a prompt reply so rosikuti who was the listener uh was paying very much attention to whatever the ghost was saying and then the second uh thing at hand that is the truth behind her brother kunjako's murder was going to be revealed by the ghost so uh in the beginning i when i read the first paragraph of the story i read a line you lie chained here and i am the only one left to speak to you and this you should keep this in mind lie chained here you lie chained here rosguti was lying chained there but why so the incident starts like this how 
uh, her father rosikutti's father came to murder her own brother that incident begins from this this point onwards one night after uh, this this girl's death the uh, she came out of the grave uh, about 16 days after 16 days of her death she came out of her grave and she directly went to see her love of life just imagine like that person kunjako due to that person she has committed suicide and even after becoming a ghost she is still in love with that person like what a dumb girl yaar what a dumb girl foolish girl so on her way to find or see kunjako um he was not in his room so she thought that he might have went to watch a late night movie so she waited there and then she saw light in his sister's room that is rosikutti's room and she was sleeping okay by putting on the light she was sleeping peacefully and when kunjako returned he also saw light in his sister's room and he entered and his intention was not that good she was sleeping very peacefully without knowing anything and she was smiling as well maybe she was dreaming about something and this man her own very brother was checking out his sister just imagine this man kunjako was checking out his sister rosikutti while she was asleep and this ghost was there at that point of time and this girl rosikutti suddenly laughed in her sleep and this shattered kunjako and uh, at that point the ghost screamed the ghost screamed the girl opened her eyes her sleep was broke and she uh, afraid frightened suddenly hugged her brother and at that point of frenzy at that point of frenzied mood the ghost the spirit entered into rosikutti's body so there comes the twist so the ghost now who is speaking to rosikutti earlier possessed rosikutti's body okay and this man kunjako who was checking out his own very sister was enjoying the hug of his sister okay just imagine what a vrittigatta manishan right vrittigatta manishan okay uh, now what will happen next by this time you might have got a clear picture of kunjako's character his evil devilish intentions his sexual like urge sexual bloody sexual urges and all and he made use of his sister's illness like uh, after possess after being possessed by a spirit uh, we have already seen in movies how 
differently a person would uh, behave no how differently a person would would behave uh, at one point uh, that person will be laughing and another point that person will be crying and behaving very differently very badly and everyone believed that the girl was possessed by a spirit by a ghost kunjago was the only person who never believed in such shits and he uh, being a rationalist never believed in soul spirit or anything like that and he said that it's mere madness okay and this evil man this dirty man was taking advantage of his sister's madness somehow uh, his father got to know about this like he would actually cry in front of her daughter when he finds his daughter crying her eyes out when she comes to senses for a few seconds or a few minutes she would cry out maybe thinking of the misdeeds done by uh, done by kunjako to her and her father already knew about this and the major twist comes when the ghost reveals that she too is a sister of rosikuti a sister of kunjako eh how come yaar how will that happened happen like this ghost is an untouchable a dalit woman and kunjako rosikutti and her father their family is very rich high class christian family then how come this dalit untouchable woman become the daughter of that person so here is the uh, real twist like his father kunjako's father used this ghost mother during her teenage just imagine so the son was following his father's path olina nothing to get surprised nothing to get astonished of his son was following his own very path if he used uh, this ghost mother his son used that person's daughter that's it and at one point or the other the father knew that this girl was this girl could be his daughter but he was unaware of the fact that this girl that is this ghost mother uh mother was being used by his younger brother as well are yaar this family is full of like uh what to say idiots or this family is full of criminals sexes father his younger brother then again his son everyone has got a uh, very bad or very terrible sexual urges that they always get in touch with their servants or their daughters or their family members and impregnate them and then finally dump them because they being servants being untouchables have no value in front of these high class people wow great what a mentality what a thinking right so this was a time when rosikuti was surprised ha huh? like what her father towards like this 
and this ghost is literally her sister oh my god i can't believe this could be her reaction and now everything was unveiled the mystery was being solved uh related to the suicide of this ghost or related to the uh murdering of her brother by her own very father so this was the two things that the ghost wanted to reveal to this listener that is rosikutty and the ghost also wanted to assure rosikutty that you need not worry you haven't lost anything because kunjako being in love with me was love making love with me only because i was in your body and i had already possessed your body when he was having sexual attempts with you so it is not due that he disrespected it is me only it is me who have been disrespected all the time and you literally are safe are pure and untouched by anyone your virginity is saved because it was i that is it was the ghost that was being um brutally you could say assaulted or raped or something like that okay so the ghost before going had assured rosikutty that these were the reasons or these were the truths behind the mysteries that surrounded or that filled her life hmm and um this ghost was actually waiting eagerly waiting to see kunjako die hey don't misunderstand her okay she was not um waiting to see him die terribly or having a terrible death thus take revenge for whatever he uh, whatever bad he has done to her no again this dumb girl this silly girl wanted to make love with the spirit of with the soul of that kunjako just imagine man what kind of a girl is this like i don't want to say anything about this girl and um, when he died she realized that he had no soul and that's why he acted like this he acted like an animal no i can't say he like acted like an animal because that would be a disgrace for the animal community okay so uh, he as he had no soul he acted like that because uh, the reason that she gives for that is uh he being a rationalist never believed in soul or spirit or ghost or anything like that so he never possessed a soul and as a result of which she could not make love with his spirit after his death okay okay so that's all about the story and before leaving she instructs rosikutty to ask um man i forgot sorry i forgot his name a parayan i think a grave digger to dig this ghost grave and put 
three measures of mustard seeds it is believed that if you put mustard three measures of mustard seeds uh, the spirit won't be able to come out of the grave as it is impossible for the spirit to uh, count correctly the number of mustard seeds before getting out of the grave that was the belief so she instructed rosikutti to ask this parayan this grave digger to uh, put three measures of mustard seeds into her grave so that she could never get out of her tomb yeah that's all about this um short story spectral speech this is uh even though this is a simple story you it has got many implications like the title itself the spectral speech itself reveals uh the uh, i uh, it itself reveals what will be inside the story spectral speech like okay now this will be a conversation or a a uh, monologue by a ghost a spirit and that too here we have uh, here we cannot find a revenge seeking spirit or something like that a bloodthirsty spirit no we can find a simple a dumb spirit a silly she spirit who wanted to reveal truth who un- wanted to unveil mystery from two things two incidents that has that had happened in her life so after revealing these two incidents she goes back to her grave and sleeps there that's it she has got no motive of taking revenge for her death for forcing her to commit suicide or for uh unveiling her nakedness at a very young age or for neglecting to make her as kunjako's wife or for literally uh destructing her entire life and making her end up in a graveyard at a very early age so this uh, ghost is very friendly like she is not at all uh angry about whatever had happened in her life and then you could see the uh, oppressions faced by adalit women as i've already mentioned they face triple um oppression of caste class and gender and here we could see all the three kinds of oppression then what else yeah that's all about the short story i hope you understood it thank you and in the next recording we'll be dealing with this second short story madness